Welcome to the Art of Personal Leadership, a Multiplier's Leadership Podcast. I'm Emily James, founder and director, and your podcast host. Together, we're learning to lead ourselves well so we can lead others better. So let's go. You would have noticed that we've changed our name from Multipliers Minutes to the Art of Personal Leadership. It's something that as we launched into 2021 and where we see Multipliers Leadership going along with things like MyGrowthTrack.com, we just really believed that the Art of Personal Leadership was a name that meant more about what this podcast really is. It's a place where you can develop as an individual, where you will see personal grows and that you will be able to lead others better because of it. So that's the name change. We hope that you enjoy this episode of The Art of Personal Leadership. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I'm Emily James, founder and director of Multipliers Leadership. Here we are with uh, our first podcast of 2021. So happy new year. I know this is uh, a little bit later into January, but uh, since this is our first podcast, I want to wish you all a very happy new year. I'm praying and hoping that 2021 looks a lot different for us and in very good ways. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw my live on New Year's Eve, but I really talked about uh, this year being a year of anticipation and steadfastness, that despite a difficult year in 2020, despite hardships, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of plans disrupted and disappointments, that we would still approach 2021 uh, with much anticipation of what God is going to do, that we wouldn't grow so weary that we lose hope as to what God's doing, that we would remain steadfast in our belief, our belief in our promises, our belief in uh, God's purpose in all of this, our belief in Him and who He is and how great He is. So that's what I'm really uh, praying for this year, even in my own life and for all of us. So I really wanted to start this year off with a sort of that uh, kind of uh, lesson, uh, podcast, and I recently launched mygrowthtrack.com. Actually, we did last year. And really, it's an online coaching platform uh, to access some online courses. And the very first online course that we launched was called Reclaiming Your Life. And I really wanted to start this year off with sort of going through some of those principles that I talk about in the coaching program that I, I, I teach and I talk about. And these episodes, these podcast episodes, are going to be a little bit more mentorship-ish, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, The course is designed to be a little bit more coaching, a little bit more like, here's how you can practically do it. This is what you need to do. Uh, Here's A, B, and C. Here's sort of the idea and the teaching and the points. But then here I'm going to break it down. So each lesson comes with some coaching moments as well. So you get six lessons, six coaching moments. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about some of the principles and stuff that I taught I taught in that uh, course. However, I'm going to do it in more of a mentorship, uh, building up, uh, empowering, equipping sort of way that's uh, a, a little less, I guess, formal or course 
centered. So if you want more of the coaching side of things to complement what we're going to be talking about over these next six weeks, or if you hear these podcasts and there's things that really spark something in you, then I encourage you to go and to uh, register for the online course at mygrowthtrack.com. If you're listening to this podcast or any of these podcasts and you want to uh, get that course, I'm going to give you 25% off. You just have to use that coupon code of podcast, all capitals, podcast, and you can get 25% off just from listening. If that's uh, really what you want to do, I encourage you to do that. So that's what we're going to do over the next six weeks. We're going to go through this reclaiming your life. And reclaiming your life is all about allowing yourself to dream, to believe, uh, to know that God has called you for a purpose and a calling, to dream big dreams, to know that God's placed them in your heart, to know what what God has placed in your heart, and then how to move forward. How do we make plans that uh, uh, propel us forward? How do we uh, set goals and and actually accomplish them. Uh, how do we overcome certain fears or negative thinking and or, or limiting beliefs that we have around those dreams and goals and plans and purpose? And then how do we really walk forward in that? What are how are we designed? Uh, you know what has God created us for? All of those we t- we go through in the course, and we're going to sort of go through them in a slightly different way over these next six weeks. So today, I want to really talk about, which is really the first lesson, is dreams and dreaming big. You know, as Christians, sometimes we can believe that the dreams that we have, and I'm not just talking about going to sleep and having dreams at night. I'm talking about goals for our life, visions for our life, a purpose, calling, all those things. Those things that you think about uh, each day as to sort of where you want to go, what you want to do. And so often we can think if we have these big lofty dreams that we're not allowing God to show us what he wants us to do. Or uh, we can feel, you know, when you're a kid and you're sort of daydreaming and you get told by a teacher or a parent or somebody, quit that daydreaming, right? And we find ourselves wrapped up in that. I've also been told that having dreams is a way to show that you're discontented with life. Well, I don't believe that at all. I believe that God puts dreams Uh, and purposes in our life, that calling on our life, the passions that we carry. I believe those are from God. I believe it's important to dream and to dream big. And we're going to talk about that even in some scriptures here. And people in the Bible that we see that God gave big dreams to, that they asked God for big things, and God came through in big ways. Uh, We all have dreams and desires that God's placed on our heart. At some point in our life, we've been caught daydreaming about the future. Those are okay and good things to do. Dreaming and having desires for something more or greater doesn't signify that you're discontent with your life. This is what it is. It's an indication that God wants to continue increasing your territory and increasing your influence. So dreams are good. Big dreams are good. We serve a big God. And when we have big dreams, it's because we see and know the bigness of God and what he wants to do in our life. The itch in your heart to live for something greater was put there for a reason. 
that you would continue steadfast, that you would look to the future, that you would look with hope and anticipation. That's what God wants for our life. But this is what I want us to understand. Having big dreams or big goals or uh, achieving accomplishments, certain things, it's not to add to our resume. It's not to make our name famous. And it's not just to accumulate wealth. It's impossible to fulfill these things on your own. I remember when God was placing on my heart this idea of multipliers leadership and what it could eventually be. I remember thinking, God, I don't want to chase this for anything other than the fact that you have called me for this. Not for financial gain, not for my name uh, to become known, not for my own satisfaction or even appreciation from people. I want to do it because you have called me. You have placed this dream, this passion, this desire on my heart, and that's what you've called me to do. Our big dreams in our hearts were meant to point us to Christ and to glorify Him, to magnify His name. That's how we know our dreams are from God or not. Are they glorifying to God? Are they edifying others? Are they magnifying His name and bringing people to Him? John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from Christ, we cannot fulfill our dreams and live abundantly. God created us with big dreams to teach us our need for him, to show us that our life is about him, and to give us an opportunity to glorify him when he makes them happen. Do your dreams involve Jesus? Ask yourself truly that question. Do they glorify God? Are you chasing? Are you daydreaming about these things? Are you believing in these things because you want to honor God? Is that your main focus? Is that your main desire as you pursue these dreams, as you have these dreams? And here's a big one. Do you have the right motives? Is it to glorify God and to edify others? Or has this become something that's been convenient? Or, you know, and not to say that our dreams aren't going, you know, if they make us financially secure or if they um, come with a level of platform, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's what is our main focus? What is our main purpose? What are we pursuing? Are we, or more So who are we pursuing? Are we pursuing God in the midst of it? Do we desire for his name to be glorified through it? That's how we know these dreams are from God. Here's a couple examples in scripture I just want to talk about because you know what? In order to live out our dreams, and I say this all the time to people, in order to live out your dreams, first you've got to really Uh, Even before sort of discovering them. Well, discovering them generally is uh, all wrapped up in this process. But there's two kind of steps. There's a discovering of them and there's a believing them. Like I can see certain things or I can have certain passions or maybe even, you know, something that someone has encouraged within me. But then I can also kind of uh, push down 
that and think, no, that can't be for me. That's not what God has for me. I'm not good enough for this. Or don't you know what my past is like? And we can start to, even when we do maybe discover them in some way or have a certain passion, we find it hard within ourselves to believe them, to really truly say that God has called me for this purpose. So in this, this is a time for you to discover them, but to believe that God has purpose, that God wants you to do big things, that God wants you to dream big things, and that God has already uh, put in you these dreams and these desires. Let's look at a couple people in scripture. So the first one is the life of Joseph, and many of us might know his story. But God gave him big dreams. In fact, these were impossible dreams, really, that God gave him. And in fact, they were what uh, caused him to go into these 13 years of sort of turmoil and trials, which is kind of, you know, if I was Joseph, a little like God, didn't you put this dream in me? Like, where is it? What's happening? This isn't the way that it should happen. This isn't the road to my dream. Like, those are the things that I would be thinking. But uh, actually, a lot of people laughed including his brothers, well, really all his brothers, laughed at him when he told them the dream. And the dream was, if you haven't fully read the story, is basically this is a a quick overview or some of it, but basically uh, what he told his brothers is that one day that they would bow before him. And you know what? That caused a lot of uh, jealousy, a lot of strife with his brothers. He was favored by his dad and his brothers knew that. And then here he is sort of pouring salt on the wound and saying that they're going to bow down to him one day. They laughed at him. They mocked him. And if I was Joseph, I would sort of feel like, you know, God, what are you like here? I'm just really expressing or saying what you want me, what you've given me, this dream that you've given me. And here people are mocking and making fun of me. And I don't know if you've been there, but I know I've been there where maybe it's not the exact situation, but I've spoken or told someone about my dreams. And yet they've just sort of laughed and mocked at me or not in such a obvious way like his brothers, but they might say certain things that sting. Uh, They're maybe not supportive of where I'm going. And all those things start to sort of question this. God, was this a dream that you've given me? Is this really what you've put on my heart? How is this going to happen? And yet it wasn't an easy road. Actually, this dream that God gave him led him down a very kind of turmoil and difficult path, a journey over 13 years. And it wasn't until that after all that time that he finally saw that dream come to pass. But you know what Joseph did in that myth, in the midst of it? He trusted God. He trusted that God had spoken to him, that what God said would happen would come to pass. And he believed in the dream that God had given him. He never gave up. He lived his life with integrity, uh, with a lot of hardship, with a lot of people that tried to derail him from what God had called him to. Joseph never gave up and God never let go of that promise. He never let go of that dream that he had placed in Joseph's heart. He knew the beginning from the end and he knew when it would happen. And the same is true for us. In the first uh, 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 course, in the first lesson of the course, I talk about four things that we can do 
with our dreams, with the dreams that we have, or even how to discover our dreams, how to begin to process these things. How do we dream big? What do we do with our big dreams before we actually feel like we're living them out? What if we're in that 13-year time period that Joseph was in? What do we do? And I talk about four things that we can do, and I sort of coach through that process. But uh, for Joseph, it was all about integrity. It was all about saying and trusting God in the midst of it. Another person I often think about when I think about big dreams is Jabez. We find his short story in First Chronicles 4, verse 9 to 10. And it says, There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. See, here is there's commonality between him and Joseph. His mother named him Jabez, though, because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And then it says, And God granted him his request. What a simple but powerful prayer that Jabez prayed that his life would be blessed and that God would expand his territory. There's a lot that we can pull out of that little prayer. Um, Maybe I'll do a podcast on it one time. But when he says, God, expand my territory, what he was saying was, God, this area of influence, uh, this life of mine, do what you want. Have these big dreams. Expand it. Let it go out and go forth, whether that's my area of influence, whether that's the way that I impact, whether that's where I go or who I go with. All of those things, God, just do what you want and expand it, that my life would be a blessing. And God granted him that request. Jabez knew he could ask God for big things. He knew he could ask God for impossible things, and God would grant him that request. Here are some questions that I want you to ask yourself as you're thinking about big dreams. First of all, do you dream? Do you have dreams in your hearts? Do you believe? Do you know? Are you looking ahead? Are there things that you're believing for in your future? Are they big dreams? What do you do with your dreams? Have you started to plan around them? Are they just dreams still? Are there, have you shared with people? Have you written them down? Have you prayed about them? The four steps that we talk about in the first uh, lesson, when we're talking about dreaming big, we talk about praying them, writing them, sharing them, and planning them. Those are things that we need to begin to do with our dreams. Who do you tell? How do you move forward when you have these dreams, these passions? And do you believe them? Are there things in your life that are limiting you from truly believing? Fears from the past, words or negative things from people, uh, failures. Failures in the past are huge from uh, stopping us from living out our dreams. What are those things? Write down those limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs in our lives are things that hinder us from doing what we need to do, from accomplishing things, from living out our true purpose. And that's what I want us to begin to do today. So I encourage you, if you're at the place where you don't even know if you have dreams, begin with praying it. All of us should begin with prayer, especially if we're in those decision-making, deciding factors. 
But if you're at the place where you don't even think you have dreams, you're not looking to the future, sort of just living in this moment, which isn't bad either, but you're just, there's nothing ahead. You're not really hopeful or anticipating anything. Start with prayer. Listen to God, allow him to speak to you and give you those dreams. Let him, you know, pray the prayer that Jabez prayed. God, how can you use me? God, expand my area of influence, expand my thinking, expand my understanding of who you are, all of those things. If you're at the place where you've got certain dreams in your heart, uh, continue to pray about them, continue to pray, but begin to write them down, really write them down and and figure out uh, the the things that whether it's just a uh, certain elements that you need to start to begin to doing what are th- what is the dream how can I begin to take steps of faith all those things keep a journal of them what a journey what a testimony it will be and if this is where you want to step out in faith and you're ready to start. Uh, making those dreams a reality, then I encourage you to register for Reclaiming Your Life at MyGrowthTrack.com. I really believe there's steps and practical steps in there and coaching moments that are going to help you uh, live out these things. But I just want to encourage you today to dream, to dream big, that God has big things in store for you. And dreaming big is not wrong. It's actually part of the way that God has created us and God desires for us. Why? First and foremost, it has to come from the belief that God is big, that God can do incredible things in your life, that God can do the impossible, that we want to glorify God, that we want to magnify him and edify others in our life. And so God, we believe that you can do those in incredible ways. I hope that encouraged you today to begin to dream or to continue to dream and take those steps of faith for God because it is in you. Thanks for listening to an episode of The Art of Personal Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this podcast today. For more information about Multipliers Leadership, you can head to multipliersleadership.com. And don't forget a new episode every Tuesday morning.